You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. High inflation, supply chain issues, and a dip in GDP are factors that have economists predicting we are headed for a recession. Now, you might be wondering if it's a safe time to retire. We're going to talk you through that today, and we thank you so much for joining us. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. Here's that phone number we want you to have handy. You may call Mike and his team for a complimentary appointment or even a 15-minute phone call, 801-210-5500. Again, 801-210-5500, and you can always find us online anytime at CapitalWealth.com. That's CapitalWealth.com. And Mike, a big hello to you. Hi, Luann. Excited to be here today. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Always happy to be here with you. The weekend is finally here. <laughs> I, I know. It's the, I love the work week, but the uh, the weekend is definitely the cherry on the top. It definitely is. Okay, I got it. Since you're an outdoors guy, I got to bring this up. Antarctica, the post office at Port Lockroy, okay, in Antarctica, is hiring for the tourism season. <laughs> <laughs> So and I should go out there? I think so. I mean, I, oh, here's what I'm thinking. Retire. We're down there. Down or, or there. Da- Antarctica's down? below. Yeah, down. Yeah, down. Yeah. So I guess they have about 18,000 visitors every year. Ooh. And all the job requirements are is just sorting mail, selling stamps, and counting penguins. No joke. <laughs> counting penguins. So that all sounds good, right? This is a, gov- a government agency. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you guys know what I'm talk going where where i'm going with that right it's wasteful wasteful spending counting penguins i don't know i'm sure it's a scientific thing (laughs) (laughs) all right but there are these frigid temperatures no running water no Mm. internet access no cell phone reception but Mm. hey get to look at penguins every day so basically two hundred dollars an hour (laughs) yeah honestly i don't know what that is but i thought okay how long is tourism season maybe i would try that just for oh, an okay. adventure in life, you know, as a retiree. Right, listen, Luann, turn off your cell phone for three days and see if you can go three days with no yeah. cell phone oh, and I see know. what that feels like. Right. We have become so accustomed <laughs> to being connected. You, you probably don't count penguins. You probably start talking to penguins. <laughs> probably so. Na- naming them. Yeah, I would name them. <laughs> High-fiving their little flipper. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, I just thought that was a funny story. I wanted to bring That's that cute. up. That's cute. But also, listen to this. This is this week in history. I have some dates for you. 1962 and 1982, we can compare the economy and prices. So Mm. speaking of stamps, first class stamps, 1962, this week, okay, four cents. In 1982, first class stamps were 20 cents. Mm. And what are they now? 50 something, 51, I don't know what it is, forever stamps. Yeah. Yeah, we buy the for, forever ones, and we buy so many at a time. <laughs> I don't know. And then gas, okay? Back in 1962, a gallon of gas, 31 cents a gallon. Ooh. Yeah. Now, by 82, $1.30, and then Ooh. we know where it is today. Oh, my goodness. You know, anywhere. I just filled up today. Did you? You Okay. Yes. What'd you pay? 
Uh, five dollars and twenty four okay. cents. Look at that. So yep. yeah. So those are some interesting changes, um, definitely, and that's what we're experiencing right now. Oh you know, yeah. We've got absolutely inflation happening, and all these things um, that are happening with our economy leave economists saying we're inching toward a recession in our country. Mm-hmm. So some financial advisors are saying we're already in one. So Mike, what are I'm, you telling I'm, your clients? I'm one of those guys. I was actually just interviewed on KSL Channel Five. Uh, with Dan Spindle on TV just the other day. Uh-huh. And he was asking me that. And I said, we're already in a recession. And uh, I'm sorry to to be the bearer of bad news, but it, it does not really look good regarding inflation. I think that we're going to see, and again, I don't have a crystal ball, but I think that we're going to see several years of high inflation. And you, you got to be prepared for that. Mike, can you do this for us? Can you Can you kind of tell us exactly what a recession means? Yeah, pretty much. Um, we, we follow something called GDP or gross domestic product. And, and it really, it fell by 1.4% in the first quarter of 2022. But really what a recession is, is it includes much more factors than just a decline in the GDP. So really a recession means that there is a significant decline in economic activity. And these results uh, from factors, there are things like high unemployment, a slowdown of goods uh, produced and sold, falling wages, and, and definitely that negative uh, GDP. So here's an interesting fact, though. There's actually been 12 recessions since World War II um, that have lasted about 10 months on average. So, they, I mean, it's not something that happens forever. A depression is something that we got to be a little bit more concerned about. But the last prior recession was known as the Great Recession. And you guys may remember this. This was 2008. Yes. Um, yes. And that lasted about 18 months. Oh my gosh. So interesting. Now mm-hmm. let's talk about how we can protect our money right now. What would be some steps? So I would always like consider that you cover um, your near term cash needs. And what I mean by that is you need to have liquid assets to cover you in emergencies. I think that especially with the pandemic, it's really, it was an important thing for people to realize like, Hey, if I'm not working, if things slow down for whatever reason, life happens and it's not just recessions it's not just pandemics it's anything in life you need to make sure that you have an emergency reserve of cash and you know i would also say too um and this is one that i'm probably guilty of is is don't just read the news (laughs) because the news is very doom and gloom um i love reading the news it's kind of like an addiction i wake up every day i read the news and it's probably not the best thing so from a personal level, um, read things that are uplifting, um, maybe some spiritual things, maybe some self-development things. Don't just focus on the negative because honestly, we cannot control if we're in a recession, Um, but you can kind of look at life, the glass is half full. And really psychologically what that does is it will actually make you feel a lot better, okay? So if if you put good things into your body, then good things come out. If you put bad things in, bad things come out. Um, but going back to the whole investment things, you want to make sure that you can uh, review your risk tolerance, make sure that you're not overly uh, aggressive if you're more of a conservative type investor and vice versa. You can also rebalance your portfolio. There's things you can do there, but it's impossible for our listeners. I want you guys to remember it's impossible to make perfect choices. Like nobody has a crystal ball. Right. You can't go through life just saying, oh, I wish I would have done that or gosh, why didn't I do this? It's impossible to do that. So don't, don't beat yourself up. Try to make the best decision you can based on facts, based on your goals. Put good things into your mind. Um, and then, you know, this too shall, shall pass, basically. Okay. Well, okay, yeah. so that makes me think. Anybody listening 
who's thinking about retirement might be going, oh, well, is this a good time to retire? Right. We're going into a recession. Should I wait? You know, what would you say to them? Yeah. You know, um, I don't think there's any perfect time to retire, right? Is there ever a time in history that, that <laughs> things have just been perfect? Um, so what retirement means to me and it means to our clients is that financially you're free. And the only way that you're going to know if you're financially free is that if you've run the numbers and if you've stress tested the numbers, because previously there was something called the 4% rule um, and that doesn't work anymore just because of things like inflation or higher taxes or rising costs of uh, health insurance, et cetera. So you have to stress test the worst. And I always say plan for the worst, hope for the best. But there's never a perfect time to retire. You just have to make sure that you're comfortable financially. And really the only way that you're going to know if that, that is the case is if you have a written financial plan. Too many times we see people come into the office and they say, here's my accounts. And I say, awesome, you, you guys have done a great job. Now tell me about your plan. I kind of get a deer in the headlights look. <laughs> and, uh, and this is common because most people have a portfolio. They don't have a plan. So what I'm doing for today's listeners is I'm going to offer you something awesome. It's called their True Path Retirement Plan. And we're going to offer that to you complimentary. But what I need you to do is pick up the phone right now. Give us a call at 801-210-5500. Don't worry if we don't answer. Just leave us a voicemail. That's not a problem. But you need to call us 801-210-5500. Let us know that you want that complimentary True Path Retirement Plan. And what those plans are going to do for you is that's going to help you have that peace of mind that you're looking for so you can have clarity and confidence as you go into retirement and stay happily retired in retirement. And another thing I'd like to do is, is guide you to this website. It's retireutah.com. And there are tons of resources there about retirement that Mike is offering you today. You may download those today. Just select from a variety of topics to read about anything that we discuss on our show, something you know, triggers a question, you can get that at retireutah.com. And we thank you so much for joining us. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. All right, so inflation, I mean, that's huge on our minds. And so how important is it then to get a handle on how inflation might impact our retirement? Because we know 20 years from now, costs are not gonna be the same. We can't count on our same, you know, monthly budget. Yeah, we actually need to make sure that we're, again, planning for the worst, hope for the best. Um, and, you know, I have a faith that things are actually going to turn around, but who knows when that's going to happen. So you talked about having a monthly budget and that's exactly, I, I, I hate that word budget as bad as I hate the word diet, but um, I prefer the word expense plan. So if we, okay, if we lay out all of our expenses and say, here's what our monthly income needs are for us to maintain the same style, uh, standard of, of life, uh, excuse me, of lifestyle in retirement. Um, we want to be able to uh, figure out what all of those things are that we have in that expense plan. And here's an interesting thing is that um, inflation grows at different rates for different things. And I actually want to give you an example because I had someone in the office a few days ago. They said, hey, we need $7,500 a month um, growing with inflation. And I said, okay, cool. Let's run the financial numbers and look at what $7,500 a month growing every single month and every year with inflation what that's going to look like for your financial plan. And we did that and we came up with their ending number and they felt good about it. And I said, now let me show you our true path retirement plan. And they said, all right, cool. Well, tell us a little bit more about this plan. I said, here's something that you may not have considered. 
you said that you need $7,500 a month uh, growing uh, with inflation, right? And they go, yep, that's what we said. I said, but you still have a mortgage, right? And they go, uh-huh. And I said, how many more years do you have left on the mortgage? And they said, about 12 years. And I said, okay, and after the 12 years, what's happening? Are you still paying that money into a mortgage? And they said, well, no, we're not because the mortgage is paid off. And I said, bingo, that's exactly right. So I said, how much is your mortgage right now? And they said, well, our mortgage is about $2,700 a month. And I said, all right, so in 12 years, let's take that mortgage payment out of the equation. And then now we don't need that, you know, $7,500. We're subtracting out the mortgage and look at what it's doing for the rest of your life. Okay. So we're getting really detail oriented here. We're not just blanket statements saying 7,500 growing with inflation. We're saying in each specific year, how much money do you need? And the number was outstanding. They were saying, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe how big this affects things. And I said, exactly. Now there's other things too, like health insurance costs are rising at a faster inflation rate than something like your, your phone service, your internet, et cetera. And when we bring someone on board as a client with our expense plan, we get nitty gritty and we look at those individual columns that you're spending money on and we break it down and we say, this grows at this inflation rate, this grows at that inflation rate. Oh, this is going to fall off in a couple of years. Oh, we got to put more you know, money in for health insurance. And Luann, people love it. And they go, wow, this is really, really cool. And that's what I'm offering to our listeners today. If you call us at 801-210-5500, we're offering that same True Path Retirement Plan complimentary to you today. We still have so much more to cover today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. All right, Mike, I know you know this because you deal with this daily. Women statistically outlive men by about six years. Yeah, that's actually because they're smart and uh, they don't do foolish things like us guys do. And <laughs> ladies, you know, are doing their spin class, yoga, Help maybe me. even drinking green smoothies. Yeah, yeah right. 
you know, I just went to Chick-fil-A this morning, had a sausage McMuffin, Uh-oh. which was, well, that's not, I don't think you delicious. can say McMuffin because I think that's a McDonald's oh, thing. Yeah, but, you can't have a McMuffin. <laughs> but the point is, is ladies, sorry guys, ladies are smarter than men. So, so it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. is. <laughs> I mean, that's just how, I don't know. Yeah. I, I always felt like it was because, you know, back when my dad, you know, was, was the head of the household, he, he was the one working. So I just assumed it was stress related. Give me a break, Luann. Yeah. <laughs> moms have the hardest know, job, right? hardest job in the and world. Yes. If anyone's stressed out, it's moms. And, yeah, <laughs> until I was a mom and then I was, then I had to throw all that out the window. But anyway, right. so in many households, women may be taking over the finances for what could be the first time in their lives. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, uh, you know, have a blanket statement there, but. If that is the case, it could be very confusing and even scary for them when their husband passes away. Yeah, you know, so for anyone that doesn't know my individual story, um, my dad passed away unexpectedly at 49 years old and my mom was widowed at 47. And that's that's getting thrown right into the deep end. And my mom didn't know anything about finances. Um, My dad, Len, was an amazing guy. He took care of the taxes, insurance, investments. He did all of that for my mom, my two sisters and myself. Um, so my mom really said, I, I need help. And it's not that my mom wasn't capable. It's just, that's what my dad did. He took right. care of that. And we're actually, uh, seeing more and more, um, women actually, you know, in charge of the finances, um, or at least partnering with their spouse, which is a, a really good thing because I wish that my mom would have just understood a little bit more about the plan. And, and now she knows, and she actually reminds me all the time, Hey, Mike, you know, are you telling your clients my story? Do they understand the importance of just maybe understanding it a little? And that doesn't mean that you have to choose the investments or, or you know, do your tax return or something like that. But just to have a little bit of a grasp on what needs to happen, just to understand how, how financial planning works. Because you, you're totally right, Luann, statistically speaking. And, and re- the reality is, is usually um, uh, if you look at the you know, when we get married, uh, typically the male is a little bit older than the female. And that's, you know, it's not always the case Except by any means. Case, I'm eight months older. <laughs> so I'm, I'm six years older than my wife, oh, okay. right? Okay. <laughs> so the thing is, is that um, what can happen is that the, the guy could get sick first and, and the lady will tap into the retirement plan to take money out and, and have care to her spouse. Um, and then, you know, if that spouse passes away, is there enough money left? And that, and that's really the key. So yes. there's, I think a lot of women that are realizing like, you know, again, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to start with just differences that you've noticed between how men and women approach retirement okay. planning specifically. Let's start with the men first. This is a really easy one. Uh, again, cause guys, I told you they, they're not as smart as ladies. All right. So <laughs> Guys always want to be way more aggressive in retirement planning. And this is a a blanket statement, but it's, I would say at least 90% of the time when we sit down with a husband and a wife and we do a risk assessment, um, the wife will come back more on the conservative side and the husband's like, let's do it full tilt. (laughs) So the the happy medium is kind of right in the middle and just saying, you know, to the husband, like, all right, well, you're, you're close to retirement, you're in retirement, maybe we need to back off on the, on the pedal to the metal approach. Um, and then maybe for the ladies, it's just we don't want to put all the money 
you know, in the bank earning nothing, not keeping up with inflation. So my job is kind of like I play a little bit of a marriage counselor where I say, let me show you the pros and the cons to each side and, and help you guys have an agreement where there's a, a medium happy point. But the difference between guys and girls is usually the guys are the more aggressive and the ladies are more conservative. Okay. And I'm, yep. sh- and I'm sure they're, the husband is saying, I want to make sure my spouse <laughs> is taken care of. Yeah, I of course. I, I, I mean, it, listen, here, here's the deal. Um, most guys, that, that's their, you know, again, I'm going to say 99% here. Most guys, they, they want their spouse to be taken care of in retirement. So the, their mindset is, I want to grow this thing as much as possible. And it's really an easy um, mindset to, to say, I want to be aggressive when the market's going up, right? Because yeah. I want to get as much gain as possible because I want to have as much money for my family um, as possible. I, if something happens to me, I want to leave a legacy for my family, right? But what happens is, is that, you know, you're saying I want to be super aggressive, but the stock market, it's like the world's biggest casino. <laughs> like wow. you, you could be up, 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 and then it can be down. So we want to make sure that, you know, there is money left that we're taking advantage of opportunities. But here's one thing that not a lot of people are thinking about is that you don't have to be super aggressive. You just have to be super smart. So there are different kinds of investments that we do for our clients that's safe money so that when the market goes down, you actually can take from that safe money account that didn't go down and you can buy the market while it's on sale. And those are the kind of things that we help people out with. So there's kind of happy mediums where the spouse is really happy, the, maybe the husband's really happy. Um, you just have to educate people where there's a bigger picture than, than what most people usually realize. So somebody listening might be going, you know, my wife and I don't have, or my husband and I do not have anybody to help us going into retirement. And it is something that certainly you need some guidance on. Oh yeah. Offer today. Well, I would even say you might even have someone, but a second opinion never hurts. Heck, even a third and fourth opinion, right? Because if someone is doing truly a good job for you, um, then you should be able to go to someone else and have that reviewed and have another person or two people say, yep, that's exactly what I would have done for you. I think that too often, um, a lot of advisors, bless their hearts, they say, hey, market's really good, so let's put you in an aggressive account, but then they don't really make any changes, and then the market goes down, and before you know it, it's too late. So I would always encourage people to get a second opinion, and that's really what we're offering here today, complimentary. No strings attached. Uh, We've been very blessed as a firm. So as a firm, we're pretty selective actually about who we bring on and we bring on people that we can provide additional value. We're not in the business of breaking up healthy relationships. So what I'd like you to do is call us at 801-210-5500. And again, trust, but verify, make sure that you're on the right path. We want you to have clarity. We want you to have peace of mind so that you can have the best retirement possible. I love that saying, trust but verify. And that's what you're offering to our listeners today, Mike. I just love that. So we just want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're getting a lot out of our show today. I know I always do every single week. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. All right, Mike, you've kind of told us a little bit, you know, how you do work with couples and how men and women are different. Can you kind of walk us through that whole income thing? Because you have to, you know, you really have to take into consideration social security and all of those things. Can you just kind of take us through generally what goes on? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So really retirement all comes down to how much income that you need and want for the rest of your life. Um, and I've yet to meet one person that says I'm earning this, but I'm totally prepared to take half of that in retirement. Nobody wants that. That's uh, beans and rice are not an enjoyable thing to eat every single day. So <laughs> I never have. <laughs> I have never so, eaten beans and rice. Neither have I, and neither do I want any yeah. of our clients to do that either. No. And, and my point with that being said is that. Um, you can't go into retirement and spend, 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 and then all of a sudden go, oh my gosh, could we run out of money? And and really that's the thing is that retirement, um, I used an example a little bit earlier in the show just about income planning and the importance of it, but let me just reiterate here. So there's three phases of retirement because retirement's not linear. Um, there's go-go years, there's slow-go years, and there's won't-go years. And obviously the older you get, those are the won't go years. You're not going to want to jump on a plane, you know, when you're 80 to go to Australia. You want to do that earlier in life in the retirement uh, phase, go-go years. So the thing what I'm trying to say is that a lot of times people have a mindset that they need X amount of dollars and it needs to go that same amount every single month for the rest of their life. And I actually say, well, hey, let's have a look at Let's front load your retirement so you can spend money and have fun and make memories with family and, and loved ones, but also prepare to plan for in those won't go years, having enough income for medical costs as well. So really, Luann, you have to back test things. You have to say, all right, going all the way out to age 100, because people really are living longer today than they've ever lived before. We got to back test it. We got to make sure that we're stress testing the numbers that you will have that income that you need for life, no matter what. Mike, what would you say, what advice would you have for couples who haven't even spent much time planning their retirement together? I would actually tell you that that's a normal thing. And you probably might feel a little embarrassed to come and talk with the financial advisor to say, ah, well, you know, we're, you know, X years old and uh, we haven't even done anything. Join the club. There's a lot of people that are in the same situation as you. But, you know, there's that old saying, uh, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. And that's what I would encourage you to do is um, start planning today. Invest in yourself. And when I say invest in yourself, I'm not referring to put dollars into your retirement accounts. I'm actually saying invest in yourself in understanding how retirement planning works. Understanding pitfalls that might come up and grab you. Um, and really working with a good financial advisor, the conversation shouldn't be, how much money do you have? All right, give me your money. I'll invest it for you. And then just trust me that, that things are going to work out. No, no, no. The best thing that you should do is give yourself an education. Understand a, bit, a, bit, a little bit about how social security works. Understand things about like how inflation could affect your retirement plan. Understand about taxes. And I always teach people right now that taxes... They're actually on sale. Understand things about how you know um, the market works and, and risk tolerance. So invest in yourself. So what I'm inviting our listeners to do is jump on the website, retireutah.com. And on there, we have a plethora of good financial information, easy to read, easy to understand white papers. Um, and then when you go on there and download your complimentary white paper and you're reading about it, that's what I'm talking about. That's investing in yourself. So again, go to retireutah.com, download your complimentary guide. That's what we're all about at Capital Wealth Advisors is teaching and educating people. Retireutah.com. 
This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens, Capital Wealth Advisors. We'll be right back with more. How can you know you'll be able to live the retirement you've always imagined? Mike Stevens at Capital Wealth Advisors can help you find out if you're still on the right track with his checklist challenge. Take it today at retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Check out retireutah.com for more great content to help you answer your most pressing questions about retirement. That's retireutah.com. Hi, we're so glad you joined us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. Today we're talking about some of the unique challenges that women face in preparing for retirement. Mike, GoBankingRates.com has a list of financial challenges that women face in retirement. So I kind of want to get your take on these factors, okay? I'll say what they are, and then I want to I want to hear what you have to say about that. Okay. okay. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so the first one is gender pay gap. Yeah. So historically, I would say that you know women were getting paid less than men. We're not really seeing that anymore, but mm-hmm. that was kind of a thing that happened. You know what? I was you know I was morning show team. Me and another guy. I I made considerably less than he did a year. I bet I, 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 bet I made twenty thousand less. No kidding. I, I don't even want to comment on that. Okay. It's just, I, I'm just going to say it, it's, it's changing yeah, for the yeah, good. It is changing. But anyway, throw that in. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> Lack of financial confidence. Okay, yeah, that, I could see that. You know, women tend to be more conservative and less confident about their financial experience and expertise. And uh, I would say that, again, historically, the guys were the ones that were taking care of all of the finances. So mm-hmm. we still see that where ladies come in. And, and this was just like my mom. Right. Where people Mm -hmm. would say, hey, you know, my husband handled all of this. I don't really know much about this thing. So we like to teach people and husband and wife, they get to learn together. Right. Yeah. I love that. I would say when we first started, when we were first married, I said, "Okay, I'll pay the bills. I think I've told you the story. And when it came to the credit cards, I was only paying, you know, the minimum. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're you're paying the minimum. I was paying. But my husband was like, "Uh, no. And he took he took it all back over. (laughs) (laughs) But now, you know, now I know I learned. But anyway, um, here's another one. This is all from GoBankingRates.com. Some financial challenges that women face. Another one is longer lifespans. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think that historically women have always lived longer than men. So that that always will. Um, and I think continue to have an impact on on finances. Yeah, I mean, I remember growing up, all you know, my grandmothers, you know, both their husbands were gone, and it seemed like all the elderly women had no husband. You know, mm-hmm. when I was growing yep. up, people, men are starting to live longer, thankfully, because of mm-hmm. medicine and everything. But here's mm-hmm. another challenge that women face in retirement. How about this caregiving responsibility? Oh my gosh, that yes, that's always I think the case. So women are more likely to take time off from their career which means less social security benefits that they're earning um, because they're taking time off um, or they're even working part-time to care for a loved one, you know, raising children. And then maybe in life they go back to work, you know, after the kids have grown up or whatnot. But again, like, like I just mentioned with social security benefits, there's less in benefits um, that they're earning because of that time off that they've taken for those reasons. Exactly. Um, and then finally, another financial challenge for women in retirement is the greater financial fallout from a divorce. Oh, yeah. Do you know, actually, the number one divorce is actually called gray divorce. Is that number one now? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And so people think it's millennials, right? Yeah. Like, oh, millennials can't stay committed. Um, and I, I don't know why this is, but the number one divorce is gray divorce and gray divorce, meaning that, you know, couples get into their sixties and 
they're like, hey, we just, you've fallen out of love or we're just separate or uh, just kind of like gone different directions and stuff like that. It's the number one divorce. And usually if a lady has not been involved in the finances, just it is what it is. And I'm just, I'm the messenger here. So nobody get mad at me for saying this, but usually what happens is, is in those instances, the ladies usually get the shorter end of the mm-hmm. stick. So oh, that makes me so sad. Okay, so yeah. my, my husband yeah. is, is uh, <laughs> the director of marriage ministries at our church. He would tell these people that are, you know, thinking they need they need a divorce when they're this age to come see him. He he'll yeah. help them, you know. Because yep. man, oh my gosh, I just can't imagine being that old and then splitting up. Oh, I get dude, it. I, yes. I, you know, get how you do kind of go your own ways, but you got to bring it back together. You got to yep, yep. figure that out. But okay. But, but it does affect, it does affect women typically yes. for the worse. But yeah, okay. yep. Good I hear point. what you're saying. Good point. Um, yeah. All right. So now uh, the Department of Labor says about 60% of long-term caregivers are female, just like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend, uh, you know, she was the main caregiver for her dad and she stopped working and that's what could happen. You know, mm-hmm. maybe people have to cut back on their job or, or, you know, cut back on saving, whatever. So how can someone in this position catch back up with their savings, Mike? Is there, is there even a chance to catch back up? Um, well, every circumstance is totally different. Um, but I think that it really, if you can look at what your expenditures are and there's needs versus wants, um, and I'm not, not saying that shopping is a bad thing, but if you're just shopping to spend money because like you're bored or something and you're like, Hey, it's easy to browse Amazon, buy, click, buy, click, you know, rinse, repeat. Um, and you're, and you're just spending money or you're like, Hey, you know what? I want to buy everything for kids or, or grandkids and stuff like that. If you can really look at, at your situation and say, all right, I can't finance my retirement, but, you know, maybe my kids can, you know, finance their school with like student loans. Um, You can definitely look at your situation and say, what are needs versus wants? What is priority number one? Am I maybe getting a match from an employer? If I am, that's free money, you know, so putting money into a, a 401k type plan where you're getting that match, that's extra money that can give you a boost in retirement. There's a saying that large doors swing on small hinges, and that's absolutely true because small and simple things that you change in life can dramatically affect the outcome in your retirement years. As I just mentioned a moment ago, there is a lot of things that you can do, um, and there's even things that sometimes people weren't even aware that they can do. That's one of the big values of working with a financial advisor. Uh, maybe your advisor is not giving you all the big picture because they don't specialize in the big picture. Maybe they only specialize in one aspect or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer and, and you just, you're not familiar with all the different things that you can do. Um, regardless, wherever you're at, um, trust but verify. A second opinion is always a good thing. What I'm inviting you to do is pick up your phone right now and give us a call, 801 801- 210-5500. And you're welcome to leave us a message and just say, Hey, listen, I, I would love to have a second opinion because maybe there are things that I should be doing that I'm not doing. And I just want to make sure that I'm doing absolutely the most that I can to have the best chance of having the, the greatest retirement possible. So give us a call at 801-210-5500 today. Feel free to leave us a message and we will get back with you. We're so happy to have you along with us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. So about 40% of women investors identify as beginners when it comes to financial knowledge. 
What are some steps maybe women should consider to help boost that financial confidence? What would you say? Oh, yeah. Well, I would always say education, right? Because, you know, here's a funny little story. I just uh, got back from Hawaii not too long ago and uh, went um, snorkeling with one of my friends and the experience was horrible. We saw one tiny like little fish and my friend's like, this is a really bad experience. Hey, do you want to go scuba diving? And I said, uh, yeah, it's been a little while since I've been scuba diving. So what I did that night is I actually jumped on uh, patty.com. That's a scuba certification. And I went through the educational process again on, on good techniques and things that I should do. Oh and, and believe it or not, there's actually things that I didn't even know about that had changed since I had previously gone scuba diving. But first and foremost is education because here's what happens. When you educate yourself, that's going to eliminate fears that you have, okay? Because you're going to understand a little bit more. And the reason why we typically have fears is because there's unknowns and, and it makes us feel uncomfortable. So getting financial education is going to help you feel a lot more confident. And making sure that you talk to someone that you trust. And I would, I would say this for every single person. Someone could be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't connect well with them, if you don't jive in that conversation, maybe if you feel like belittled or demeaned, and unfortunately that can happen, um, which should never happen, um, then you need to talk to a warm, trusting source. And, you know, at Capital Wealth Advisors, our advisors are very understanding of where people are at in their financial situation. Some people are very experienced. Some people have zero experience. And we always take that into account, account and we always say, hey, we want to teach you whatever stage that you're at, but we will always teach you with kindness and with empathy for where you're at. And uh, you need to talk to someone that you connect well with. Now, Mike, listen to this. The Department of Labor says women age 64 or older are about 40% more likely than men to live below the poverty level. And, and most elderly people are women. 65% of them are poor elderly women. That makes me so sad. Yeah. So what's your message for people preparing for retirement? Yeah. So here's actually an, an interesting thing from a psychological standpoint, and I don't know how that study um, came about or how they questioned people to get the answers. I know that women, statistically speaking, are more conservative financial investors than men because I see it in the office all the time. And what, from a psychological standpoint, I experience is that a lot of times women knowing that they have longevity, that they will live longer in life, they're less likely to spend money because of a fear of running out of money. So it's not that they're necessarily poor, um, but they live like they're poor just because they don't want to run out of money. So I, I don't know if that survey is telling an accurate picture, but what I know about this is that there are people that do not have financial plans, the majority of people actually have portfolios. So, you know, someone could have a lot of money in the bank or they could just have a lot of money and just not spend it with that fear of running out of money. So what happens is, is that to have peace of mind, to have clarity, you have to have an income plan. So what I want to do is I want to give this to everyone, not just women. I want to give this to everyone. This is our True Path Retirement Plan. The True Path Retirement Plan will give you clarity and confidence that you can spend what you need to spend so that you're not living unnecessarily below a poverty line. So what I'd like you to do is pick up the phone and give us a call today at 801 
210-5500 and ask for our complimentary True Path Retirement Plan because that True Path Plan will give you clarity. It will give you confidence. It will give you peace of mind so that you're not just spending um, little amounts of money and living below a poverty line when you don't need to. You have to have a plan because a portfolio is not a plan. So call us at 801-210-5500 and get your True Path Retirement Plan today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens, and we'll be right back with the rest of our show. Catch the latest content from Mike Stevens by downloading and subscribing to Retire Utah Radio on Apple Podcasts. You can listen anytime, anywhere through iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. We're so happy to have you along with us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. Mike is here every single weekend because he is so passionate about helping you enjoy your ideal retirement. He wants you to understand all the important issues in retirement. So Mike, yeah, so many big decisions heading into retirement that we have to weigh. And so today I want to do... Uh, a segment called retirement yay or nay and today's topic <laughs> is going to be leaving an inheritance oh okay. or not or not okay okay or not okay yep so just in general what would you say uh you're seeing from a lot of people are they wanting to leave an inheritance no <laughs> oh really no okay. the yeah most people say i want to spend what i've i've earned um and here's the deal is that if you have a home that's paid off, for example, um, you know, and you pass away, the kids are going to get get the home right there, right? Yeah. So, um, you ask generally, generally speaking, most people don't, but there's no right or wrong answer. There are people that say, "Hey, you know what? My parents helped me out in life, so I want to help my kids out in life." Um, again, and, and that's people. Um, I didn't receive any inheritance when my dad passed away unexpectedly at 49 years old. Um, and, and I've done just fine, you know, I, and so that's the thing is that you don't have to leave money to kids cause you're worried that they're not going to make it in life. I feel like if you actually leave too much money to kids, then that could be detrimental. So the consensus is most people tend to want to actually spend their money in retirement. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay, cool. Well, listen to this, Daniel Craig, actor, Daniel Craig, he's James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh no, he doesn't. He doesn't want to be labeled as James Bond. So oh, he doesn't. Okay. Well, I that's why he stopped him. doing James Bond. Oh, seriously? So, oh, he was yeah, such a good yeah. one. Which is like the coolest role in the entire world. So oh dear, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's not like Linda Blair who was in The Exorcist and. <laughs> <laughs> 
she, you know, she never got another deal ever after that. But oh you know, Daniel Craig, man, that, you know, that's a pretty cool gig. He should yeah, be ashamed I of agree. that. I agree. I agree. But anyway, here's what he says about in, uh, an inher- leaving an inheritance. He says it's quite distasteful. He mm. says, um, isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you failed? He mm. says it's his philosophy to get rid of it or give it away before he goes. And he's not going to leave it to his kids, I guess. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Okay. And then Gene Simmons, though, I kind of like this one. He, You know, Gene Simmons' kiss, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he, he grew up poor, and he, he wants to pass down a serious appreciation of money to his children, but he's not going to leave them penniless. Uh-huh. However, he doesn't want them to be- become rich off of his money either. He says, you know, he doesn't want them to say, hey, thanks for making me rich, Dad. Um, he wants yeah. them to be able to stand on their own two feet to be yeah. able to say, I did that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a healthy balance. You know, I went to uh, um, an event and I met Shaquille O'Neal, funniest guy in the oh, world. yeah? And uh, Shaq was telling a story about how his kids said, um, I, you know, we're rich. And Shaq's like, wait, no, 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 I'm rich. You're poor. <laughs> He's like, you're going to, you're going to make it now, Shaq, I'm sure is a good dad. So, um, we, you know, he's probably going to be able to say, Hey, I'm going to help the kids out, but, um, he's not, he's not making them rich. So yeah, I think there's a healthy balance. Yeah. I think there's a healthy balance. Okay. So let's get into, I want you to give us the yays of uh, people who want to leave an inheritance to their, Uh what would the yays be? Okay, so the yays to leaving an inheritance is just knowing that your family is going to be taken care of, right? Um, but again, how much do you leave? That That's kind of the, the big deal. Um, the other thing, too, is that you have to understand that there's going to be maybe tax implications of what you're leaving behind. So if you're leaving behind IRAs, for example, um, the SECURE Act got rid of the stretch IRA. So that means kids, grandkids, anyone non-spouse, um, they're going to have to take out everything within a... F- a 10-year period of time. And if they don't, then they're going to pay a 50% penalty. And that's a massive, massive penalty plus the tax. And you might be saying, well, why is that a bad thing to to have to take it out over 10 years? Well, if you think the tax rates are going to go up in the future, then what you've effectively done is just given more of your hard-earned money to the IRS in, mm-hmm. in taxes uh-huh. um, versus to your family. So you got to be aware of things like that. Um, the other, I would say, yay to it is that... Um, you know, again, knowing that your family is going to be taken care of, that can give them a little bit of a boost where maybe if you're leaving money to a grandchild, um, they don't have to work as many hours while they're going through college or, or high school and they can actually spend time, you know, studying and, and maybe getting uh, scholarships that can actually pay for their school and kind of give them a little boost in life. So here's, if, I, if I'm uh, offering my opinion, I don't think that it's a bad thing to help kids. Um, but you want to make sure that you're doing it in a way that a it's fair to everyone because that's one thing that can rip families apart is if it's if it wasn't done fairly. Um, and the way you can accomplish that is by setting up your your trust um, that things are are dictated to where they're going and and conditions. Okay. And then the last thing that I would say about that is that you you want to make sure that you don't give a person too much money. There is an old saying. Give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Um, teach a man to fish, feed him for life. Yes. So there's, I think, a definite healthy balance. And that, that's what I would say the yays are on that. Okay. I got to mention, you know, my dad, he gifted us girls. I have two sisters, so there are three girls. He gifted us some money um, in, while he was in retirement. You know, like we each moved into our home 
and uh, you know a new home and so he gave each of us like ten thousand dollars and so that was so fun because we were able to get things done he did things like that along the way too that was pretty cool i thought yeah yeah okay anyway now let's get to what you would say the nays are that you you (laughs) don't want to leave an inheritance to your heirs you know the thought that just flashed through my mind if anyone's seen the movie gladiator yeah where the guy hold the emperor holds out his hand and he goes thumbs down (laughs) Oh, like <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs yeah, down, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I, I feel like I'm the thumbs down no. guy. Right now. <laughs> Not leaving it in here. <laughs> okay, what does that look like? All right. Well, as I mentioned, uh, if you're not going to leave a, uh, an inheritance, the, the, the downside to that would be that, you know, um, kids are going to have to do it on their own. But I don't think that that's a bad thing. I, I think, again, that you can teach people, you can give them love, you can give them direction. And ultimately, I feel like that's going to bless their life even more than just leaving them a large amount of money. Plus, I think people appreciate it more. Um, you know, I didn't get anything when my dad passed away and I had to pay for my mission myself. I had to pay for college myself. I had right. to pay for my my uh, wedding, my honeymoon, oh, everything. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and listen, this is not to um, pat myself on the back, but I've done very well in life. And I think it's because my mom and dad, how they raised me and they taught me, you know, to save money, to read good books, to do things in school. Um, and, and I appreciate that more than just getting a large sum of money because I could have just been reckless and, and blown it there. So um, the, the downside, I guess, is, is again, not knowing. Um, but if you teach them that you could trust that they're going to do a little bit better in life. So if you're not planning on leaving money to kids, um, I would say that you can definitely make the world a better place with the money um, that you've earned. And, and that, I would just say, donate it to a charity, a uh, church, uh, you know, community. Um, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. There's tax benefits that if you leave money to organizations like that, that it can actually help you out in, uh, in retirement from a tax uh, savings standpoint. It's kind of a tongue twister there. But again, if you're not leaving it directly to family, you can still take that money. Um, If you want to make the world a better place and and leave that to others, that it can go a long way. Mike, I got to tell you, somebody in our community left millions of dollars to a local university. And oh my goodness, you you wouldn't believe the improvements that they made. It's the university that I went to. That's awesome. Now it is just a beautiful campus. Yeah. So that's so cool. cool. All right. So um, anybody listening might be wondering, you know, maybe have some questions about estate legacy planning and tell us how you can help them. Yeah. What we always do is um, we keep abreast of the the current tax law changes and, and I'm not an estate attorney, but we work with some amazing estate attorneys that we vetted out. Um, we don't have any economic benefit when we refer people to these attorneys. Um, and the attorneys that we work with are really awesome people where they, they care about understanding people. Um, at Capital Wealth Advisors, I would say that we're, we're pretty much like a financial uh, quarterback where we can say, go and talk to this person. They can help you out with this uh, situation or, or, you know, here's some questions that you want to ask them if this would be right for you. But really what you need to know is that you have to have an actual plan. So it all starts with a plan and then you start pulling pieces of the puzzle together to make a beautiful picture in retirement. So for today's listeners, I would like you to pick up the phone and call us at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. And let us show you how to take all those pieces of the puzzle and put together a beautiful retirement plan picture for you. 
So you got to give us a call. Don't worry about the time. You can leave us a message. We'll get back to you. Call us at 801-210-5500. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. I'm Luann Fulmer. All right. So Mike Forbes reports that inheritance trends are actually shifting for a number of reasons. People are living longer. So they're more likely to spend down their wealth. Mm-hmm. Healthcare expenses, of course, have increased like 80% oh, yeah. over the last yeah. 20 years. And the pandemic has caused some people to choose to enjoy life now rather than saving for an uncertain tomorrow. And baby boomers are choosing to skip to the next generation and give their money to the grandkids. <laughs> Love <laughs> What's it. What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. We've made their, our, our parents mad, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things that we hear on uh, on a daily basis. Um, again, I, I started this this out saying that there's no perfect answer. Um, it's what what your heart is telling you. You got to be true to your heart, but also it has to make sense from a number standpoint. You know, to have a a, a mindset like, hey, I want to give my kids a lot of money, but yet then you got to live like a piper. That that's not right either. So there has to be a healthy balance. Okay, and then finally, even if we aren't gonna leave an inheritance to anybody. I want you to explain the type of end of life planning we do still need to have in place, Mike. Yep. So to be honest, uh, life insurance is that that answer for a lot of people. Um, but I think that so some people could own too much life insurance, and other people could um, have too little life insurance. Um, it's kind of like that story Goldilocks and the Three Bears, where there's uh, just right, right? There's a just right amount. I would encourage people if you don't have insurance or maybe you have it just to get a second look because there might be too much insurance that you're paying for or not have enough coverage. And sometimes people think, oh, I'm, I'm too old. I can't have it. Products have totally changed where there are products designed for retirees for this specific reason. And maybe it's just you need life insurance because now there's products that you can tap into the death benefit to use for long-term care purposes. You might never need those for long-term care, but maybe um, you don't, you know, final remaining expenses, right? Funeral expenses, et cetera. Those are expensive too. So there's a healthy balance all the way around with legacy planning. I would just say, hey, let's have a conversation. Let's figure out what it is that you need. Um, not what you hear on TV or, or, you know, from someone else. Let's have a one-on-one conversation. So what I'd like to do is invite you to call us today at 801-210-5500. That's 801 210 5,500. And let's have a one-on-one conversation, you know, so you didn't hear something on TV or, or from a friend, but it's, you're the one talking um, and the advisor is listening and understanding your situation because legacy planning is an important topic to discuss. 801-210-5500. Give us a call today. So Luann, the show just went by way too fast. I, I mean, I mean, we always have a fun time and I'm amazed at how fast Uh, it goes. And honestly, thank you for the listeners, uh, for listening to Retired Utah Radio today. I've always said that accumulating assets, that's just one part of the financial journey. But really what the goal should be is actually enjoying the retirement of your dreams. And if you do have questions about your financial journey, please give us a call. That's what we're here for. 801-210-5500. We're going to be back next week with more retirement guidance. 
Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.